Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Geeking Cannabis. This is it. This is the other, other episode. Welcome back. For the More Act. For the More Act. Oh, gosh. The More Act is so complicated. It's about decriminalization. It is. But do you think it's the right way? Do you think it should become enacted? The More Act? Yes. Um, No. No, only because, so I've done very little research in the grand scheme of things into the MORE Act, but I have read through it fully, and I do have some questions. So, like, and it's very misleading. If you go on to congress.gov, um, and you just scroll down all the way to the bottom where it, uh, I'm sorry, first you would have to search the MORE Act, it's House Bill, or HR 3884, you search that and you scroll to the bottom and it runs through a list of things that the MORE Act does, which is like decriminalizes marijuana. Um, Helps the communities that have been wrongfully convicted and yes. now can't get jobs because of it. Yes, establishes a trust fund um, to help uh, repay these communities um, and several other things. And the main concerns I have with it are just with something called the Opportunity Reinvestment Fund. Um, you can hear Snoopy in the background, pitter-pattering. Yes, yes he's uh, chasing my cat, Serafina. They are best friends, but they share a healthy hatred for each other. Yes. Well, Serafina, I think, hates Snoopy because she just claws at him a lot. But Snoopy <laughs> loves Serafina, so he's, like, willing to, like, be clawed at, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's fine. Um, but back to the more act. Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch more on it, there's we got a whole episode. We do. It's a very confusing episode. It's a very... Uh, but the MORE Act is confusing, and I think that's one of the issues with it, that it should not be... It's 420! Pew, 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 pew. It's actually 429. Yeah, I set the alarm for 420, and then I, it resets unless you hit stop, so I must have hit reset. So it's 420 twice, so if you're listening to this, you should probably smoke. Um, if you weren't already smoking beforehand. But no, the MORE Act, um, part of its downfall is that it's kind of confusing. When it goes into Section 5, uh, and it talks about how the money will be allocated like for the Attorney General to have 60% of the control of the funds for this Opportunity Reinvestment Fund, that just brings up so many questions. And then once you read more into the Omnibus Crime Control Act, further questions and further doubts enter my mind. But you can hear more about that on one of the other episodes. I don't remember which number. Because you know what? I don't like math. <laughs> Numbers are, are confuzzling. It's episode two. I'm so glad you know this. Of season three. Of season three. So, we're getting into legalization. Do you think that it's possible with using some of the taxes if the entire United States decriminalized it and they were selling it in each state? Do you think it would generate enough taxes to potentially pay for free college? Well, seeing as how we just did the math to see only out of Illinois and it would allocate an extra $50 million for education, I think, yes, 100%, we could potentially provide uh, funding for free college all across the United States. If we can get $50 million from one state out of one, out of, and when did, when did Illinois become recreational and medical? 
in 2019. No, it was 2019 going into 2020. In 2019, going into 2020. Now, keeping keeping in mind that Illinois has um, medical already, has medical already, and they are going. The total is reaching towards one billion dollars. So it it would take a lot for. If let's say like a smaller state like Rhode Island or something, they haven't grossed one billion dollars, then it may. I think we would have to do some serious studying and to see how much, um, what the financial projections would be. Mm-hmm. What's the forecast for it? Because fifty million from one state would be wonderful. If fifty states gave fifty million dollars, for sure we could we could get free education. But not every state's going to have. Um, upwards of one billion dollars do you think well honestly i think they i think they might if it became federally legal and i i think that if every yeah we could do that if I feel like it would every be state donated 50 million dollars i did 50 million times 50. well they would be taxed it wouldn't be free donations it would be taxed i mean it would be taxed from the sale itself yes so it's taking like five percent of their taxes or whatever, and just say that that estimated to fifty million for every individual state. If you did that times fifty, pardon, I have to redo the math. I just right. had it and I deleted it. It's a lot of zeros. It is two billion five hundred million dollars. So two point five billion dollars. I think I think that. If we funneled that back into education, and I'm not saying that we should change the more act so that it doesn't affect or so it doesn't funnel back into communities that have been hurt on the war on drugs, but if part of that was back into education, we definitely could um, free up a lot of money for free college or free high school or more correct public education. Mm-hmm. Um, even private education, but you have to pay for that. So, I think there should still be public and private. You oh, know? definitely. There's, yes, it's always good to have that balance because if people want more and they believe they can get more from paying more money, you know, for private schools versus public, mm-hmm. then they should have that option to do that. Definitely, definitely. I feel like they're definitely, yeah. If you're paying for an education, it should be top notch. Top notch, which would be interesting to see if the laws would change or how would the education change the quality of the education based on the legalization and based yeah based on legalization and based on uh nobody would be paying for it anymore where would uh, i mean we would but then do you think that would also kind of stimulate the cannabis market Potentially, because if people are not paying for their education, then maybe they would be more interested in actually doing their hobbies, you know, like and trying to make money off of it. Like, whereas nowadays, like it's Mm. so much money to get a singing degree and there are people that are dedicated and do it. And that's wonderful. But like, it's a lot of money. And at the end of the day, like for me personally, the checks and balances, like Mm. what is worth and what's not. Mm hmm getting my music degree personally for me but did not seem worth it yeah it just same i was originally going to go to ccm uh for theater performance and i decided against it because it was too expensive and it, you are guaranteed a job and whatnot but i don't want to be in crippling debt mm-hmm. 
just so I can leave, live my dreams, I think that is the wrong message to send to people. Yeah. If education was free, I would probably go into teaching. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be afraid to, if that wasn't what I wanted to do, I would be able to switch my path. But that's the thing is that I think the Europeans do it correct. I mean, at least um, some family mm-hmm. that we have from out there, they let their daughters like travel and stuff like that. So they actually knew what they wanted to do instead yes. of just jumping right into college. And traveling is such a wonderful thing. And while you are all young listeners, you have you have time to fail. So travel, take that, that gap year, that gap semester. Find out what it is that you really want to do. We're here talking about marijuana. There is literally a place for everyone if, mm-hmm. if you can have a job in marijuana. Yeah, so I definitely think that part of the future is the education. For sure. And education is, is key, I would say. Do you know how like some companies will pay for their employees to get the education? Yeah, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. Doesn't Starbucks do that? I believe Starbucks does. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. I know my mom got her education through that. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And what that's... Does hmm? What does your mom do? She's an accountant. Very nice. Yeah. She's very she's very professional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's actually where I want to wear, like, a suit and tie, but, like, the female version, so... Yeah, like a cute little pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Any particular color? Um, pink or yellow or red? Not weed green. Like a light pastel green. Okay. Keeping it classy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or a deep forest green. Ooh, that would be cute. What That'd about you? So um, if I had to wear a suit all day long, I would probably find a designer to design me like shades, because I would want a whole just section of red suits going from darkest to lightest and then blue and then orange yellow green indigo and violet i already said blue mm-hmm. i screwed up roy g biv that's okay sorry roy he's been dead for 40 years i didn't know that i don't know who he is i don't think he's actually a real person it's just how you remember the uh colors in the rainbow roy g biv red orange yellow green blue indigo indigo violet Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Really? Oh, we learned that in like third grade. But I guess that's what happens when you go to private school. Did you? I did. I did. My parents paid for uh, first through eighth grade. I went to a Catholic school. It was absolutely stupendous. Do you think it was worth the money? Oh, yeah, definitely. The grading scale is a lot more harsh and it's a lot more disciplined. Okay. Um, Public school, it's like, I I mean... uh, there's not much difference, but like an 80, let's say like a 93, um, in private school, that was like a B that was bad. Like, so they, it was a shorter grading scale, but it was very, it pushed us to do better. Cause you want that a, you know, Yeah. even though the A's mean literally nothing and it's just like, whose line is it anyway, where the points don't matter. And the only person that wins is your therapist. Hmm. So, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes. So, how many states are legalized now? Do you know the exact number? 34, yes. Yes, when we were talking about this the other day, um, I ended up Googling it, and it's 34 states out of 50. That's insane. That's that over half. over half. It's like a whole 76% or something. I don't know. 
I was never good at statistics. That's okay. Yeah, right. Did you ever take statistics? I did take statistics. And I took it during quarantine, so I felt like I didn't get the most out of my education. But my teacher was wonderful, and she really did the best she could to help teach. And I somehow pulled through. I did everything I could, you know. Sorry. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> you made a duck sound. Yeah. <laughs> it was my glasses scraping across the microphone because I'm here laying on the couch because, mm. like, you know, exhausted. Yes. But she's sitting in a chair. Lillian is sitting in a chair. And so I moved my head and scraped the mic. So sorry. It happens. But yeah, so the legalization of cannabis definitely, if we got every state to, because Colorado. Um, and California are and Portland are already seeing how beneficial this can be by um, putting money back into their school systems mm-hmm. um, by putting it into the infrastructure. Um, it says that for California, cannabis taxes could generate a hundred and six billion and create one million jobs by twenty twenty five. Oh my gosh, $106 billion? Yes, and that was from California Department of Tax and Free Administra- and Fee Administration, April 2nd, 2021. Okay, so my prediction was completely incorrect, and clearly other states are going to very quickly reach that billion-dollar mark. So, yes, I think it is highly feasible that if we took 50%, or 50%, if we took a 5% tax from that funneled it into education while also funneling money back into the Opportunity Reinvestment Trust Fund um, to help these communities that have been damaged by the war on drugs. Yeah, I think that's totally feasible. And it's we need to find the politicians and the legislators who are not in it for the money mm-hmm. or in it for the healing, for who are in it to kind of fix the shit that, well, the yeah, the shit, the shit show that has become our country and we start taking care of its citizens again. This medicine has been illegal for so long, and that has gravely impacted its citizens. Mm-hmm. It is grave. Clearly, look at what it's doing for our economy. It's helping. It's helping immensely. Over a million jobs can be created next year in the cannabis market, in the cannabis industry. Brilliant. So many new ideas, new inventions can be put into the cannabis market. Again, stimulating the economy. Mr. Nice Guy, uh, pipe cleaner, a small business, now selling across the country. Mm-hmm. If you if you are interested in it, you should hit me up. But uh, you could make papers. There is a I forget what the paper is called, but it's scented like grapes and like apples and like blueberries and. Are you talking about like for wrapping and smoking? Yeah, yeah. you could come out with like the perfect hemp wrap. You could um, create the next way to. Um, smoke weed and get you very stoned you could probably make a million different things the cannabis sorry yeah anything that you can do regular you can make with cannabis for sure cannabis uh cannabis biodegradable plastic you can make cannabis um crete hempcrete Mm -hmm. you can make clothes everything you can even eat it you can eat cannabis. Yeah, hemp seeds. It's actually really good for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's some of the best uh, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. That yep, and fish and birds like it. Mm-hmm. So it's good for the environment, too. Hemp, hemp and weed, I believe, truly can like reverse the um, 
damage we've done to the environment. I mean, with more farmers growing hemp, it will actually regenerate soil health. That's wonderful. And then think about it. How many farmers do we have already in Ohio? So actually in Ohio, we do have the Hemp Farmers Coalition. I highly recommend joining. I am not a part of it this year, but um, I've not been a part of it any year. Um, but still, go go talk to the people who can grow this. Go join the coalition if you want to um, get seeds. They will supply everything that you need, and they will even buy back the surplus crop because we have barns where there's just hemp being thrown out because you can't use it past a certain date, and if it doesn't get sold... And it has to, uh, you can't um, dispose of it easily. You can't just leave it to compost. Yeah. Okay, recording again. Oh, what was that? Your computer said not today. Not today. Oh, wait, it's recording now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Clap slate marker rolling. So we're continuing our conversation about what legalization looks like. We kind of looked at the hemp side of it, and I don't know, Ben, I mean, what's kind of your analysis of that, the hemp? Of the hemp industry. Yes, with legalization. That's a fully loaded question. Because hemp is already legalized. It is. Um, Hemp has been legal in all 50 states for quite some time now. Um, and Kentucky seems to have a wonderful little monopoly on it, um, because they actually were one of the first people who introduced Farm Bill 518 to, uh, Congress and the House of Representatives, and, um, they, they are pretty much responsible for the legalization of hemp, and that's a wonderful thing. It's, it's incredible for the environment. It is exceptionally versatile as a product, um, which makes it easily marketable and uh, marketable to a wider variety of um, cannabis enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's phenomenal. The more the more information we can get out about hemp, um, the better. The better education builds nations. That has been. Cleveland School of Cannabis's motto. They sign all of their emails with it, and I have completely stolen that because it's true. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about hemp, because it's so versatile and can be used in so many different factions, as we've said consistently through this entire podcast, hempcrete, bioplastics, fertilizer, compost. Did you know that Henry Ford, who created the Ford cars, created a car completely out of hemp and also created oil from hemp that the car could run on. Wow. Wow. I feel like, yeah, um, I feel like I did know that. And Mara said it was between the car and uh, the oil industry or something. Some other industry. That was, like, terrible for the environment. and Coal. Coal. It might have been coal. And oil. Yeah. And then Henry Ford came along with this, and it just became, like, no. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, money. It was DuPont. DuPont. DuPont oil. Is also big with plastics as well. Wow. Wow. 
That is so unfortunate. Can you imagine waking up every day and being like, hey, I'm going to destroy this planet and make money off of it. I mean, back in the 1930s, DuPont made a backdoor deal with people inside of the government. Oh, here we go. And they ended up making hemp have taxes on it, which nobody understood because hemp was once... A cash crop? Yes. It was important, and it was required for farmers to grow hemp at one point in time in America. I I remember hearing that as well. Um, When the first colonies were settled, wasn't it they had to have at least 25 plants, hemp plants, because they made sales out of it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how they would get back and forth to England, making sales, making ropes. I'm... Making clothing. Yes, once the, the corticator came around um, and they could really separate the fibers, they would make clothes out of it. They mm-hmm. still do make clothes out of it. Uh, Patagonia, um, Adidas, but I mean, obviously, like, well, yeah, buy, buy the hemp shoes. Mm-hmm. Buy the hemp shoes. Um, and the House of Weird, per- Weird Perfections is about to be selling hemp shoes. Really? Also? Yes. Cheryl didn't tell me all this. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for the house. Mm-hmm. The house of weird perfections. Yep. Find them on Instagram, LinkedIn, MySpace. You can also send a messenger pigeon. Yes. Smoke but, signals. Oh, <laughs> well, that is the old-fashioned way of saying and I don't know who all reads smoke signals anymore, but if they do, they will get your message. You've never just been sitting in a circle smoking and you just you just get all the signals. Oh, I was thinking of Different smoke signals then. Oh, I, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking. That may have been the issue. Okay. So, continuing on, though, hemp does play um, a major role, or had played a major role in the um, economy. So, we should bring that back to not only help regenerate the earth. As we've said previously, it does help soil regeneration, but... To also help feed us, we we have currently a food shortage in the world, not necessarily in the United States, but in other countries, in India, in Africa, in um, a lot of the third world countries. And you can eat hemp like oatmeal. Exactly. And it's delicious. You can sprinkle it on salads, put it in yogurt. Kind of like quinoa. It, it is. It is very much so like quinoa. And a wonderful source of omega-3s and omega-6 fatty acids, which are good for you. Um, but hemp is legalized in America already, and we recommend that you call different companies that are big companies that use plastic and stuff like that to side with these farmers who you, who grow hemp because there is a overstock of hemp. A and, surplus of it, yes. yes. Yes, and one of the... I'm so sorry, we missed a major factor. One of the biggest factors of hemp is what can be extracted from it, what other cannabinoids can be extracted from it. Besides just CBD. Besides just CBD. It is actually one of the most rich in other um, cannabinoids because THC is rather overwhelming when, when grown in a plant. Did that make sense? I believe sativa has a lot of CBD in it. It might have. That That was a... Ignore that. We're going to pretend like those words didn't come out of my mouth. Okay. There was, there was no basis, in fact, for that statement. So, 
I guess moving on then. Yes. What are other aspects of legalization? Like you have, is it just going to be decriminalized and then each and individual state will come up with laws for their own state? Or do you think they'll just keep it at decriminalization? Or should there be laws that you have to actually make laws about it and that you can't make it illegal if it's becoming decriminalized federally? I believe um, that is a wonderful question. And so it's it's kind of, for me, there is this inner turmoil with it because the government, of course, wants access to it. However, right now, some of the states that already have their programs up and running, they shouldn't have to adapt to a government mandate when the government doesn't see any of the benefits from it right now the government just wants to get in on it because rather like snoopy they like to stick their nose into what they're not supposed to Mm -hmm. um however if there was a way that they could make a blanket general terms for the states to follow so that the states that already have um medical and recreational or um only medical they can still continue these programs to get this medicine out to the patients and get the medicine where it needs to be. Um, It would also set a wonderful standard for the rest of the states because there's not, even if it is federally legalized, the states don't have to necessarily develop a marijuana program, Mm -hmm. whether recreational or medicinal. There's no requirement just because it becomes federally legal that the state has to suddenly approve it. Now, there might be some backlash from that state, from the people in the state, but that's that's a separate entity and a separate podcast, separate episodes, separate book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot of English, and it is. So, for those of you who don't know, it is now one eighteen in the morning. And this is wonderful. Late night geeking cannabis. It is actually a full moon today. It is. It is June 25th. We are back recording these episodes. We've been recording all day today, all yesterday. We're recording so you guys can have live content of all of us together. Yeah. Yeah. It's And it's been quite the adventure. We actually did get to see Anthony. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool that you and I got to meet. Like this is mm-hmm. this has been quite an enlightening little trip, and now you have some more hiking spots. You have some new food um, restaurants that you're going to come back to and enjoy. And now I have an excuse to ride on a train to Chicago, mm-hmm. and um, yes, it's going to be wonderful. What was the place we ate at? Oh, Barrio. For those of you in Cleveland and Lakewood, uh, this is this has kind of recently gained a lot of popularity in the past few years, uh, but it's one of the best taco street taco places in Cleveland, I would say. Okay. And we and I don't know. Did you? What do you have to say about the tacos? Did you like your taco? I loved my taco. It was such a good taco. It was so good. I can't remember what I got. I think. The name of it was, because you got a little menu, you got to decide, like, what was on your taco. Yeah. It's it's fabulous. You It's, like, you get your own personal chef to make you fucking gourmet tacos. 
Like, do you remember those, like, testing scoreboards that you would have to, like, fill in the bubble for your answer when taking a test? Like, your state exam tests? Yeah. Multiple choice? Yep. Yeah. Basically, it's, like, one of those things, except with ingredients. And so then you get the perfect combination of food to eat. So it's like a reward instead of anxiety because you know what you're going to get and you're going to love your food. Yeah, and it's it's only 350 unless otherwise marked on the menu. Mm-hmm. So like you just name your quantity and um, they also yeah, they they are just phenomenal. They just came out with a new menu of pre-made tacos. So if you really do have anxiety, rather like myself, um, about picking toppings and whatnot, this is this would be good for you. Because then you just have a pre-made taco. So, yeah. Yeah, check it out. Uh, Barrio in Lakewood. There are some on the east side in University Circle. There is obviously the one downtown. Um, there is the food truck that goes all the way out to Westlake. Um, Barrio. It's spreading. Spreading like wildfire. Barrio and Barocco. Barocco is phenomenal. Um, if you really like good Colombian food. And they have the arepas mm. and the yucca fries, and they're so good. Absolutely delicious. And I live right up the street from El Tango, which is probably one of the best Tex-Mex restaurants um, here in, well, I would say ever. But here in Cleveland, definitely, it's um, some of the best food I've ever had. Cleveland has quite a few fun fine dining spots, and I'm not sure how to integrate hemp into um all of these dining spots but you know what that is that is a conversation i am willing to have with all of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's another thing too is if cannabis becomes legalized i hope that they are talking about it and making sure that people are being safe and are knowledgeable fully about the good and the bad side because not every single good thing is truly good like too much water can kill you. Of course, and that's that's the thing. I think definitely, it will have that little um, plateau or that dip, and that's just going to balance out with time. The more, it it's going to kind of work out the kinks itself. The more it's used, the more um, it's talked about, it, the better it is. Also, as a side note, those edibles we're talking about are THC. Take as much CBD as you want. Um, Obviously, you have to do a little bit of self-experimentation, but don't go overboard. Uh, Treat them like a a regular edible so that you can get a full medicinal effect. If you are really having so much pain, you need to um, take a very high dose of CBD. Um, I would definitely consult a physician or a doctor, um, not just your dispensary bud tender. But for, for the most part... Um, talk to your bud tenders about it. Uh, see if you can find some of these other cannabinoids. Um, there's CBD, uh, CBN, CBG, CBC, THCV, THCV, CBDA, THCA. There, there are, I believe, 121 known cannabinoids currently. But those few that we mentioned are the most well-known and the most researched. Yeah. And we have, it looks like, I'm looking at the map right now, two states that have no laws on cannabis. 
the rest are at the very least decriminalized. And if you think about it, all of these states against the United States having at least decriminalization, like, that's huge. And obviously, people are having a pull towards cannabis. And it is a future. It is going to supply millions of jobs. And if you think about it, at the end of the day, everybody is saying that we need more jobs in America. True. Very true. Here's some jobs for you, America. I don't want to hear anybody complaining about, oh, well, well, nothing. Well, nothing. Well, this is a source of income for all citizens. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. You know, in terms of, like, who's going to take all that money if it's going to be directed Not back. the Attorney General, Mr. <laughs> Moore Act. Yep, go and see our episode two of the season, The Moore Act. It's very confusing, but that is why we need clear legislation that the common people, like ourselves, can interpret clearly and definitively. Mm-hmm. But the legalization, I think, will just help with taxes and stuff like that, too. Definitely. So, thank you for tuning on. Kind of a short episode. There's so much more to talk about legalization. It's hard to keep it all in 30 minutes. Yeah, comment on some of our Instagram posts and... um we want to hear we want to hear your thoughts. Send us send us a, an email. Send us fan mail. Send us hate mail if you really want. If you are totally against marijuana, please tell us all about it and we will um, discuss it. Our goal is to put out good positive information, safe information. Make sure to consume at your own risk. Make sure that if your state is adult use that you wait until the proper age for that or if you have your medical card to use at your own risk and to use at your medical medicinal uh, dosage and just make sure that you're listening to your own body and just make sure to consume safely make your own research of course always do your own research if you have questions you have access to an immense amount of knowledge do your research take the time to not check one source but check five or six know where Know where your source is getting its information from. Yeah, blog posts from Jennifer, the mom who stays at home all day, is great. However, a scientific review that's been peer-reviewed by 10 to 15 other scientists, that's preferred. Sorry, just just not to be so judgmental and rude, but also little Facebook warriors <laughs> who are out there. I don't care what your great aunt's sister's cousin twice removed once said i mean i do because like ancestors and whatnot that's important but with with medicine you do have to take it a little bit more seriously so take that time read through some of these medical journals that scientists are studying because it is important and you can find a lot of um information and high quality well unfortunately you cannot find a lot of high quality there are some high-quality research um, articles. But the more that we research and the more that we learn about it, the more you can form your own opinions on it and be well-educated about cannabis and medical marijuana and what it means for you, even if you're not a user, whether recreationally or medicinally. Mm -hmm. Still, what if someone you know is? This way you can understand it and be knowledgeable about it and kind of help destigmatize this beautiful medicine 
Yes. Well said. Thank you so much, Ben. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, thank you, Lillian. This is this has been an absolute adventure. Yes. I hope you have learned more about legalization. What is your thoughts on legalization? Do you think cannabis should be legalized? What is your fears on it? What are your excitements? What do you think mean it means financially for the country? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Could we have free college based off of cannabis taxes? Do you think it's possible? Let us know on our Instagram page. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a wonderful day and geek out over cannabis. Can I get a Hoya? No, it's one thing.